Good morning. This is Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener, Barb Lampson, and with me this morning is my fellow Master Gardener, Karen Wright. Hey, Karen, we're talking about native plants. You know, I read so much about try to include more native plants in our plantings, and I'm certainly trying to do that. Sometimes I have difficulty finding them. There is a website that you can go to and put in native plants and what state you are, and it'll ask for more information. It'll give you a list of those things that you will at least have a name, not necessarily where to buy them, though. Now, native plant is defined as one that was growing naturally in a specific area before the whites or European settlement. And then there's also the wildflower, also called the forb, and that's a native plant that grows without human care. And then, of course, the non-native plants are something called exotics, and those are the things that are introduced hundreds of years ago by settlers or travelers or recently purchased from a mail-order nursery catalog. So the the natives were here long ago. They're adapted for this environment. We always love to find native prairie or someplace where things have, the soil hasn't been disturbed. And then you really do find the native plants. It's just such a joy to see that. We're, we're talking more and more about putting in, connecting people that are growing things so that we have more of a continuous place for our pollinators to it's, visit. It's like a corridors. pollinator path. Yes, corridors. Yeah, yes, exactly. And and they had said, you know, that it's a good thing to put in native plants, but it depends on what the plant is and who you're talking to. I mean, on native plants, for the most part, because they've survived, they will tolerate droughts and they will tolerate being wet. But it isn't foolproof, that's for sure. Well, that is true because I think some people may have the misconception that native species require no care or maintenance. But if it sounds too good to be true, it is. And unfortunately, it is. We'd all love a no-work garden. But like any plant in the landscapes, the natives require care, including management, such as in the prairie setting or control of insects or diseases. But if you have careful selection you can have a low maintenance garden of native plants uh, but no planned landscape can keep its original good looks without care so it's not something you you plant and forget so keep that in mind (laughs) that is true for anything yeah I guess with the drought that we've had and the wind that we've had and uh, the air being very poor quality if you're going to be a gardener you're going to have to really assess how much you're going to do outside because sometimes it's just about impossible to be out there and the weeds are growing no matter how careful you've been before. If you are out of your garden for a few days, there'll be weeds jumping up. I can just (laughs) guarantee you that. Or after a recent rain, they certainly jump up as well. You know, one of the things I did, I've got a Lawns to Legumes grant from the Water and Soil Conservation District from the state program and planted a native pollinator garden. And it's really nice. There are some, some organizations like in Minnesota, there's the Prairie Moon Nursery, and I got from the Prairie Nursery in Wisconsin, and there's others that specifically have native plants that are for our zone, our growing area. So you might want to look to those sources to sure. to order and to get them because you shouldn't just go out and dig them from. They a, aren't cheap. Nothing right, is cheap. Right, but you you can't just go dig <clears throat> from a ditch somewhere. No, that's no, not, you can't. No, absolutely. 
we would hope that being good gardeners, you would never do that, that you wouldn't have to be told that. But one of the things about native plants that I like, I like the early spring plants Mm -hmm. because they come up when it's cold and then it warms up and then it's cold. And and when the blood roots, I think the blood roots are the first ones to come up in my yard and, and the flower comes first. It's just like... Oh, it's just like getting a big hug when you go out there. <laughs> you see these, it's flowers, you know. Right. There is life outside. And you know, the other thing about the natives is they're made for this area, and the pollinators, they will bloom throughout the, the season, which is so important for the pollinators. But I believe you can have a native slash non-native garden, and you can mix it up and have a beautiful garden, but also make sure you're supporting your pollinators. You can do both. I hope that we will have our highway department include more native plants yes. for our pollinators in the roadways, in the in the in along the roads. It's beautiful to see, and it's healthy for everybody. Well, if you'd like more information about native plants, contact your Extension Service. This is Barb Lampson along with Karen Wright, wishing you happy gardening.